You're listening to the Freedom Podcast with Mary and Shelley. Well, hello world. How are you? Um, you are listening to the Freedom Podcast where my name is Mary and my name is Shelly. Shelly, yes. This is our very first session. Um, so we are, you know, I am intentionally right now not using titles because we'll, we'll explain that later, but um, I want to just go right into why we're doing what we're doing, and then we can kind of piggyback into who we are and our topic for today. Um, you are listening to the Freedom Podcast because um, we are faith-based believers, so what does that mean? Um, meaning that um, we believe that the Bible is the foundation and is truth. And um, the information um, that we are delivering and the truth that we're delivering comes from the word of God. So um, that is the foundation. That is the basis of what this um, podcast is. Um, but we are gonna be touching so many topics and we're going to be um, just talking about real things, real issues, um, things that might not be talked about during Sunday service. So, um, Shelly, I am so excited that we're finally doing this. We've been talking about it for so long. We're here. I can't believe this. It's so happening. <laughs> It is. It's happening. So um, again, my name is Mary and um, Shelly is with me. So Shelly, tell me about, you know, why do you think we need to do this podcast? Well, you know, like you said, we've been wanting to do this for a very long time. And I think the podcast really is going to be beneficial twofold. It's going to be beneficial for those that we're speaking to. And it's going to be beneficial, I think, for us too, you know, yeah. you know, I, I mean, God is just using it twofold. And I say God, because that's our faith base, yes. you know, that's our faith base. And, you know, we really want to see people get through stuff. You know, let's get through this stuff. Let's just not sit there and, you know, and be stagnant or go backwards. Let's, let's get through some stuff. Amen. And this is what this podcast is about, you know, yeah. helping people get through stuff. Let's talk about things that aren't, like you said, normally talked in churches. Exactly. Exactly. And um, it's so true that we, you know, the, if we were to say what is the mission and what is the vision, we would say we want to help people get through traumas that they haven't found help for yet mm -hmm. using the word of God. Really yes. simple. Um, and today we're actually going to be talking about emotional triggers but before we get started a little bit about us um i am going to again i had said at the beginning that i'm leaving off the titles intentionally because we just want to talk to you like 
we're at Starbucks. We're across the table from each other and we're just talking. So um, Shelly, why don't you give just a little, little bit about who you are and maybe some of the titles that people use when they use your name? Okay, okay. Uh, my name is Shelly Damacy. Uh, I've been in ministry, full-time ministry for about 22 years. I started off as an itinerant ministry minister. Um, I, I have um, gone through John G. Lake's healing uh, courses. I've also gone through critical incident stress management courses in the secular level. And let's see, I've been through Bible school. Uh, I'm an ordained minister, so I have planted churches, I've pastored churches, and I have reopened churches since COVID because, you know, COVID had shut some churches down. So one of the churches that I reopened was the one that um, my husband and I had planted in New York. We're in Florida now, but we had planted one in New York. So we reopened that over this past summer. Um, you know, I, I, I would do conferences and, and, and such. And so I am an ordained minister. I am a reverend. And I also speak into life, people's lives prophetically. Mm. And somehow I just think I'm missing a couple of courses here, but you know, <laughs> you, you know, you, you've just taken so much, you know, and you, <laughs> exactly. We, 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 we forget how many certificates and what have you that we've done. So yeah, no, but listen, that is, that's amazing. And, and that just comes with a wealth of experience when, um, I speak about myself. Um, I'm a licensed chaplain, um, prophetic minister, and a life coach. Um, what I've had at least 15 years of corporate experience. So I have the, um, the experience from the marketplace as well as experience from church. I've been in leadership in um, various ministries within the local church body um, over the last 20 years. Um, I've taken the healing room ministry training as well as done some um, inner healing sessions um, through uh, through um, Global Nest Ministries, where also both me and Shelly are part of the ministry team with the um, Breath of Life Missions.org that is the founder, Jim Jorgensen. So um, that's where the connection would lie. But um, the, I've had at least 20 years of experience and in like the last five years of just prophetic ministry. And um, it's, it's exciting to have the opportunity to bring our wealth of information in this type of format to help people. So you've heard about us. You've heard about why we're doing it. Let's get to what we're talking about today. Um, now, this is our first podcast, but I, my suspicion is because of the title of this um, of, of this podcast, we are probably going to be doing this a little bit more. Um, so we're probably going to be on this topic for a little bit. Today, we're talking about emotional triggers. Um, that is something that we, you know, we've just 
from counseling on both ends, we are just seeing, especially after the pandemic, after COVID, um, the trauma from loss, the trauma, loss of job, loss of loved ones, the trauma from just being locked down for a long period of time, um, abuse, um, narcissism, just so many different aspects of what trauma is. And within that, the, you know, if there was a subtitle, it's emotional triggers. Um, I think a lot of people, because based on the trauma that they've been through, they are more sensitive to emotional triggers. So um, on that note, I can just, let's, let's start, I think, with the definition. What is the definition of an emotional trigger? Let's start with that. Um, according to the Baton Rouge Behavioralhospital.com, their um, definition is an emotional trigger is something that causes distress, emotional re reactions that trigger that um, emotional reactions that triggers things like crying, unexplained anger, increased anxiety, feelings of panic, physical symptoms, more. Um, another definition um, could be an emotional trigger is anything including memories, experiences, or events that spark an intense emotional reaction regardless of your current mood. Um, Aaron Moore, Aaron May, um, ah, Aaron Marin says, hiding my pain and acting strong, afraid to cry and show my tears, I struggle with all of this for years later. Yeah. So jump right in, um, Shelly. What, what are your thoughts? Yeah. yeah, I mean, that that is, you know, the definition in its full entirety. I mean, uh, psychology today adds on to that. And it says an emotional trigger is a word a sentence or a topic that makes us feel uncomfortable, mm. you know, and, and, and you really don't understand it. You know, you may have gone through a trauma and then all of a sudden you're doing something out of character mm. or you're saying something out of character or you're responding or reacting in a way that's out of character. So, you know, it's so very important to identify, you know, what these, what these emotional triggers are, because like I said, you don't even know, you know, what, what is making you react or say, or do the things that you're saying, reacting and doing. Um, Mary, I believe I had this conversation with you about, you know, going to a fatality yeah. as a, yeah. you know, as an emergency service chaplain, you know, and in driving through that area, I was in full chaplain mode, like I've got to be there to help, you know, the family and I, and I've got to be there to help the emergency service workers, you know. And uh, mainly to, you know, 
because they're they're adrenaline, their adrenaline, my adrenaline, you know, <laughs> and and that's what we ran on, you know. But at the end of the day, my job was to keep the EMS personnel um, cognitive, mm. Mm. you know. Elaborate on that cognitive. What meaning? What? I mean, you know, after it's all said and done and you go home and you start thinking about things and, you, you know, I should have, would have, could have. Yeah. You know, I will never forgive myself. Those types of things, mm. you know, that you put yourself through. Only if I did this differently. Well, you can only work in the capacity that you're trained in mm. and the level that you're trained in. So when you're in a fatality <clears throat> you're doing the best you can, you know, to, to possibly keep this person alive, to get them to the hospital ASAP, you know, sometimes they're, they're already gone before you get there. And a lot of times where I lived in the rural area, you knew the person, right. you know, so yeah. you sit back and you think about the, the event and the shoulda, woulda, coulda's happened and I can't forgive myself. So you bring them back into a safe place, um, you know, saying that, you know, you, you did the best you could with the level of training that you have, you know, and, you know, you have to learn to forgive yourself during those times, you know, because then you're going to run into other avenues that are going to be even more threatening to yourself other than the trigger, you know? So I did. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Sorry. No, no, that's okay. Go ahead. Yeah, I you hit a lot of different things there. I just the last statement is extremely important. Um, you have to learn to forgive yourself. Yeah. Because if you don't go through that process of the healing, um, especially and that, you know, dealing with fatalities, dealing with the actual accident, or maybe, you know, because of the chaplain role, sometimes you are there when they're having the last breath, mm -hmm. or you are there when the incident is still fresh and EMS is coming and police is coming. So cognitive, it just allowing them to understand what's happening and processing it in real time is, is part of a chaplain's position. But I also want to step on a step in one and on one of these thoughts where you say that forgiving yourself a lot of times when you are on a traumatic experience and that person might have died or that person might have been hurt because you did something there's a or you perceive that you did something or you, you know, the person made you feel that it was because of you, what, what that thing happened. If you don't get to a point that you forgive them and talking about being faith-based again, believing that you forgive them <clears throat> and they, and you forgive yourself, that piece, a lot of people are still in. We are still in the middle of, I've forgiven them. I've walked away from that, but I'm still replaying it in my head. And that alone is an emotional trigger. Yeah. Um, I mentioned, I had, I think I had spoken to you about this. It's just when my mother was ill 
And like the last time I saw her, she was in the hospital and she was on, you know, she was on respirators, but I had to go back. My son was young and I had to go back home, but I said, I would come back in the morning. The the doctors called me at the, from the hospital saying, you need to come and be with your mom. So as I was at work at the time and I was I was getting there, took a car service and I drove past um, a graveyard and it was like the Lord telling me, this is what you're going to be meeting when you get to the hospital. And it was like, he was trying to help me and, you know, process. I, there was years that I was still triggered by that, that after my mother passed, you know, I wouldn't go through a graveyard. I would drive around the graveyard. Just the the picture of it or the image of it just brought up certain feelings. Um, now, a, a common emotional trigger was anger and mm-hmm. is anger. Um, that is something that I think we all can relate to Christian and non-Christian um, being triggered by anger. And you said something earlier too, we often are not aware of that trigger. We are often not aware that that, is the, that was the key, that was the ignition that sent us to a place that we didn't want to go. Um, why do you feel that we're not even aware of the anger? What, what, what is it? And you had, you had a very, I know when we discussed this earlier, you had a very interesting um, take on anger. Why don't yes. you elaborate on that? Yes, well, the the one thing that we have to understand is that uh, anger is not a primary feeling or a primary emotion. Mm. Anger is a secondary emotion to a primary feeling, okay? So when I came up on that accident, I was in full traveling mode. But just like the rest of the of the emergency service workers, you know, I had to decompress a little bit and, you know, debrief myself, you know, because I became angry. Twofold, I became angry about the accident. Why did that accident even have to happen? Because I knew the story behind it. Um, and I became angry with the one that caused it. And I became angry at the deceased. Mm. Okay. Elaborate. Um, you know, it, it was such, it was such, I mean, any accident is, you know, you, you put yourself through these thoughts, like, you know, why did this have to happen? They were so young, you know, wh- you know, what, who caused it? It was just so unnecessary. You know, you go through all those emotions and you're supposed to actually, you're supposed to go through the emotions and the grieving process and all that stuff, you know, and that's very important for me. um, The anger sort of directed to myself because now I was angry at myself for being angry at something I had no control over. You know, so then when I would drive through that area um, where the fatality, and I, it was just right before the area where the fatality had happened, um, I had popped like one of those small 
uh, peppermint patty mix in my, in my mouth. Mm. And um, for a long time, I couldn't figure out why I could not eat peppermint patties. Mm. Okay. I love them. I love oh, yeah. them. I love and Reese's peanut butter cups. Come on, they're my Come on, now, now, now. That's life right there. <laughs> Come on, I'm telling you the truth. I mean, I posted, reposted this meme on Facebook that mm. says, you know, according to my chocolate advent calendar, there's only three days left to Christmas. So. <laughs> love it. Yes, yes, yes. That's the calendar I want. I want that calendar. <laughs> so I'm all about the chocolate, you know. Yes, yes. But I, I could eat any other kind of chocolate, but somebody would hand me a peppermint patty, and I was like, no, no, thank you. And not even knowing why. Yeah. Yeah. You know. And 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 I, I'm gonna put a pin there because that's very important. Um, you spoke about the fatality and being angry on different levels. And I think about that. And here's the thing, the chaplain being there, that was your workplace. And I think about people who are in an office and they, they might be in a toxic environment to begin with, and they're constantly being triggered by an email. They might read an email and there's word in the email that triggers some level of anger. Um, it could be a family member that their relationship, it's not the greatest and you know you put up with it for so many years but it's just that one statement that that family member says that might send you to places yeah and you know and it's just yes that fatality is definitely something that wow impactful serious someone lost a life you know yes but and 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 that's important but i i'm just thinking the day-to-day and what the the reason why we're even focusing on this is when that emotion that emotional trigger of anger is so raw Mm -hmm. it, it it could be triggered by anything like road rage and you know and 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 it could be triggered by your child or your 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 partner or your you know your spouse saying something to you that they might not even realize they're saying it and you go into spaz mode where you're just like "Ah!" and um talk to me a little bit about that like it's out of the fatality mode but it's just the day-to-day living of, of emotional yeah. triggers. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, if you're being told something all of your life that's negative, okay, what do you, since it's been told to you all, you're going to believe it. Yeah. You know, because nobody counteracted it with anything positive, mm. you know? So what do they say? It takes 21 days to create a good habit. habit. And yeah, 30 days to, to follow it, you know? Yes, yes, yes. So, you know, I have been told things personally in my own personal life growing up. I was no good. You know, I was useless. This is, this is as an older teenager into my twenties. 
as like, you know, you, you wouldn't be anybody without me, you know, just, just yeah, things yeah. like that. And it's being yeah. told to you constantly. So what does that do? It brings your self-esteem down because now you've been told it so many years, you actually believe it. Mm, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So then, so then, you know, years go by and yeah, you're living you're, you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, you know, you're getting by, but all of those things have just been swept under a rug and eventually they're going to come out again. Yeah. Cause you didn't do anything with it's like, it's like when you tell a kid to clean their room and they stuff their closet full, you know, <laughs> you open it up and it's like everything falls out at you. you know? Exactly. Or, you know, or your in-laws decided to show up. They're five minutes away from the house and you haven't cleaned the house for the week. And all of a sudden, oh, the whole you know, you know, <laughs> exactly. You put it all in that, throw everything in closet uh, yeah. or the basement and, yeah. you know, and you open up the door again and it greets you and say, hello, we haven't left. Um, that's what happens to those negative words. You said something really key there um, is you came in agreement with the words your mind came in agreement it it, it adopted the meaning it, it it internalized it so when someone if you don't replace it with truth you don't replace it with positive then it could be 10 years later where someone says that one statement that was said to you as a child over and over and over again and all of a sudden you know, and you don't even realize how the anger is growing in you. It's just, it took that one thing. So that said, let's go into, you know, I think we've answered definition. What is the definition of emotional triggers? I think we went into, you know, how these triggers are revealed in our hearts when we're not healed. Mm -hmm. um, we would, we, I think this is, the, we've learned we've laid enough foundation there um I think we want to stop here for right now because now that we've said the definition and we've given examples um what we would love to do is as we are promoting this podcast we need your feedback and we want to know, is this resonating with you? Is this a topic that you've experienced or haven't experienced? We'd love to hear from you. So at the end of this, you're going to hear um, places where you can respond. You can, there's going to be a Facebook page, um, social media, an email. We want to hear from you because as much as wisdom that we have our it's more important for us to be able to touch your lives in one way or another so talk to us are there topics about emotional triggers that you'd like us to discuss delve into um especially how it relates in the word was there any characters in the word of god that they were triggered you know, we just think that, oh, this is just happening in 2022. No, 
no, that's been triggering for years. So we <laughs> want to definitely hear from you. Um, we are going to be providing um, one or two resources on healing. Um, and just to wet your whistle a little bit, there's going to be classes that we're going to be conducting between the both of us um, and separately, as well as um, Pastor Shelley. Oh, I'm sorry. I used one of your titles. Forgive me. Um, and um, she is going to be bringing out her book um, in the next couple of weeks. So, you know, definitely hear out for that. We want to hear from you when you put your name in the DM. We'd love to get an email address. What will we do with that email address? We will not share it with anybody. And we will contact you about upcoming podcasts, um, upcoming videos, things that we think can help you through your healing process. So um, on that note, I want to um, leave with a quote. And this is from KJ Ramsey. Um, all pain triggers a reminder deeper than thought buzzing through the blood and bones and that they that are reminders that we are fragile and finite are there any closing words um Shelly that you want to share well you know I, I I really believe uh, the first thing in um, in identifying your triggers is just if if you have a faith base, just lean on the Lord, because really he he has the answers. He really does. And when you're leaning it on the Lord and talking to the Lord, and you know, just just journal some things. Yeah. Just journal some things. Yeah. Um, you know, and, 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 and keep journaling until you, till you get to your answer, you know, um, I, that's what happened with me a lot of times, because listen, I've been triggered so many times, you know, who hasn't really, you know, yeah. we're just being real here. I mean, <laughs> we're, we're not perfect people by any means. None, no, is absolutely perfection but, left the building years ago. Um, yeah, praise God. No, praise God. We want to work in the spirit of excellence, that's for Correct. sure, you know. And and so, you know, we're just being real people, being real with you. Correct. And, and go ahead, Mary, go ahead. No, I, I was going to say that journaling is so important. I, especially with the life coaching sessions that I do, I find, I, I'm finding that I'm telling people all the time, write what's in your head, yeah. write yeah. what's in your head. We ruminate on like extreme levels and we don't even realize that we're doing it. And a lot of times when we see something on paper that we've been thinking about for so long, or replaying in our head for so long, it gives us a completely different perspective. Yeah. And um, especially as you're going through the healing process, you want to document it. Why? Because it shows your growth from point yes. A to point B. You can go through your journal and date it 
date the journal entries and you can see on paper, you could journal your growth. And I think journaling is so important. So yes. Yes. Yeah. And just remember, you know, while you're doing this and while you're working through these things, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm so uh, touched by uh, where, where, where the word says, do not let your heart be troubled. Mm. You know, um, and, 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 you know, just lean on him and just think on what is true and honorable, right, pure, lovely, admirable. Think about these things. Amen. These are excellent and worthy things. Praise, Amen. you know. So I, I just refer to those types of scripture, you know, um, you know, about the peace that surpasses all understanding. understanding. You know? And I love that verse because right above that verse, it tell it gives it actually it's in Philippians four, um, yes. starting with chapter four, verse starting with verse six. And yes. what I love about that, where before you even get to the peace that passes all understanding, the first thing it says is not to be anxious for anything. Right. Um, not to ang- not to be anxious, not to worry about anything, but through prayer and supplication uh, and thanksgiving, yes. give your request to the Lord, and then he will give you the peace that passes all understanding. And then he will be able, to, you will be able to maintain that peace through thinking on things that are pure and honorable. And, right. and it's so important that um, giving it to God, because here's the thing you've handled it yourself and you see where it got you. Mm-hmm. And exactly. it's, it really, it says, cast your cares upon him for he cares for you. So yes. Peter, first Peter five, seven. So, um, that's what we want to do with these podcasts. Um, Thank you for listening. (laughs) If you've made it this far, thank you for listening. Um, Hopefully we didn't bore you. Hopefully there was some information that helped you in your healing journey. Um, You know, until next time, my name is Mary. My name is Shelly. And we love you. And we can't wait to hear from you soon. Thank you for listening to this broadcast. If this was an encouragement to you, please feel free to subscribe, leave a review, and share with your friends. To stay connected to us, reach out to us on social media. We would love to hear your feedback. On Facebook, we're at The Freedom Podcast with Shelly and Mary. On Instagram, the Freedom Podcast 2022. We look forward to hearing from you. And until next time, stay encouraged.